Algar Productions. Algar Productions. I'm Amanda, and this is Al. Hello. And we're trying. The show where a withered old couple tries new experiences to keep from going weird. This week, we went to a video game parlor and played classic board games. Video game parlor? Video game parlor. All right. Is that what we're going with? Video game parlor. That's where we went to. Fair enough. Uh, we did something unique, though. We didn't just play video games, because that's your entire life, and the whole point of the show was to do new things. Do more of the same things I already know that I like. <laughs> And make you do them, too. That's no. a terrible show. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to do that show. The Horrible Wife Show. No, I don't want to do that show. No. What we did was virtual reality. It was really cool. As seen in the movie The Lawnmower Man. I mean, it was less polygony. And Johnny Mnemonic. And others. And the rest. VR, uh, th this is probably one of the times where age difference, our age difference comes into play because you're in your 30s and I'm in my 40s. And 4,000s. Yes. Uh, late 80s, early 90s, VR was the next thing. And you probably saw some of this, but you were little. I was like 20 when everyone started talking about virtual reality was going to be any day now. And I was real excited about it. And then it just never happened. I saw a little bit of that sort of blocky red... Well, there was the Virtual Boy, which was just a stereoscopic Game Boy strapped to your head. No, this was, you You would go to another video game parlor and... Uh, You're sticking with parlor, huh? Sticking with parlor, sticking with video games. All right. Uh, that's my life. Just want to spend my whole life in video game parlors. Okay. Uh, you'd go there and they'd have sort of a setup with a with a headset, but it was mm -hmm. very blocky, red, mm. headachey. Well, I have I have a, a bit of a story, a bit of a backstory. So um, take yourself back, if you will. And I know that you were very, very young at this point uh, to the year 1992. Generic 1992 <laughs> pop song. I had just uh, graduated high school a few months before. We're talking uh, late December, early January of 93, like over the Christmas break. Uh, I, I was barely alive. Yes, fine. Uh, I'd gotten my first retail job. I worked two jobs at the mall over Christmas, which was just awful. But I did this because I wanted to save up for my first grown-up vacation. Like, I was 18, and I wanted and to go somewhere. <laughs> Your vacation was anywhere but working at the mall. Yeah, well, yes. But uh, as it happens, a friend of mine in high school, um, who was a little younger than me, still in high school, uh, moved to San Francisco. So I flew out to visit him, and we saw the city. It was great. And we went to Berkeley, um, just walking around and here's a cool thing here's berkeley they have virtual reality now let's go check it out Ooh. that would be awesome yes i would love to do that it's this what is a fun thing to do yes um it was out of order and so the, again 1992 uh, maybe it was right after new year's 93 but early 90s nobody even knew what it was but this this cool university had it and i was so excited and it was out of order and uh, subsequently this same experience happened to me three or four different times in the ensuing decade to so, the point where i just assumed virtual reality didn't exist it didn't exist and it was a trick played specifically on you i i could only assume that yes i don't know what everyone got out of it but i mean i was definitely involved but it, it got else. to a certain point where i just like it was offered to me and i would say absolutely not 
I don't want to. It's like those 3D paintings that you're supposed to stare at and they come out at you. I just assumed well, this is a trick that's not real. Or the fact that people sneeze when they look in the sun. No, that's a real thing. No. It's, a, just, it's an actual thing that happens. It's just a lie that no. you, you are telling me. It's a real thing that happens. And also, the, the 3D painting thing is a lie. I don't see that either. That absolutely is it a is lie. It is a lie that does, no one experiences that. Right. And I refuse to believe that they do. But we did experience virtual reality. We did. And... It was it was pretty neat. It was quite, quite good. And my main concern, because as we mentioned last week, I am much more subject to motion sickness than I used to be. Uh, standing on a, a slightly swaying dock made me nauseous. So Watching was, me play Portal. Uh, to be fair, it was Portal 2, and it was some of the more intense uh, point of view changes very fast. So the ceiling is the floor, and the floor is the ceiling. Like, regular Portal, fine. It was the more intense quick pov change of portal but yes it, that made me a little nauseous on a big tv but uh no there was no motion sickness. zero none whatsoever i was not uncomfortable in any way and you weren't either right no i wasn't well I, the only thing that was really uncomfortable was um the headsets pretty is a pretty substantial rig well and you wear glasses so you had to strap it over your glasses on top of everything else and you have a big head so you <laughs> had to strap it over that um, but, uh... I wasn't insulting you when I said you wear glasses. <laughs> what does that have to do with the price of fish? Well, you just called me Big Head. <laughs> I did. <laughs> My adorable character. Uh-huh. Um, the, um... Anyways, we... It, it was the first really hot day of summer. It's been the only day of summer. Uh-huh. Yeah, the summer has been very slow to come here in the Seattle area, unfortunately. But we were we were quite warm when we got there, and uh, I don't think it was air conditioned. <laughs> it wasn't uh, because it's a big empty room. It's usually, I'm sure, it's usually fine. Mm -hmm. uh, but we uh, strapped on the things, and when we took them off, you ba we basically had to like drain the sweat out. Like, yeah, it was just, pretty like, gross. Dump it onto the ground. Yeah. So not only was it like. When we you you graciously let me go first, and uh, well, I so, assumed I was going to get motion sick, and so I wanted to get some pizza in my stomach before I did that. So at you least. could throw up the pizza. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so you yeah you graciously let me go first, and then you had your face just like swimming in my sweat and the sweat of everyone else who'd ever used the thing. I assume uh, that was a little gross. It was more irritating that the uh, the lenses were fogged up mm -hmm. and not real easy to get in there and wipe them off. And my glasses fogged up inside of the lenses, right. so <laughs> things were very blurry for a second there. Right. But the games were super fun. Yes, they absolutely were. There wasn't a ton of selection. They were they had, they had it hooked up to whatever Steam has available. There was a handful. There was half a dozen to a dozen, like maybe ten at the most. There, there wasn't. I know that um, we played on a, a Vive machine, mm -hmm. and I know that there's tons and tons and tons of games. But this this particular video game parlor just didn't have them. We just went to the place close to home. Yeah, and uh, the thing I'd heard of most, uh, I co-host a Star Trek podcast among other things, and uh, big into Star Trek. And I was hoping for the Bridge Simulator, which I've heard great things about, but they didn't have that. But they had. Some other good stuff. So, we'll I mean, I think we enjoyed this enough that we'll probably find, seek out sort of a, maybe a higher end place and go play that, that Star Trek game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. fun. I don't I even know if it's a game or if it's just a simulator, but it doesn't it's, matter. It's fine. Star Trek. Yeah. You, you feel like you're walking around on the bridge, which is pretty good. That's neat. But what we did get to do was Star Wars, which I'm also a huge fan of, and... There wasn't much to it. It was basically like a demo. You're on Tatooine or some deserty planet mm -hmm. like that. But 
the Millennium Falcon comes and lands and you you can see the thing. You look up and it's above you. And then R2-D2 comes out and you can walk all around him and, and that's cool. And then you get a lightsaber. It's really fun. I'm not as big a Star Wars guy uh, as you are, but I love Star Wars video games. Star Wars video games are awesome. Yeah, that setting lends itself to, to gaming. And this was a very short scenario, but you, there were stormtroopers firing at you and you had a lightsaber that you had to deflect their bolts with. That was pretty much it. Oh, so cool. So, yeah. I mean, now imagine fighting another guy with a lightsaber or cutting people up or whatever. Like, this is just the first, you know, Little the thing. first step. Uh, I remember when we uh, first got the Wii and we finally, they finally came out with a game where we could be a, have a lightsaber. And I'm like, this is what everything's been leading up to. Yeah, I, I felt mean, the same way. All the, like motion capture um, technology for games, I think is fun. Like I'm a casual gamer at best, but that makes it fun for me. And, you know, yeah, things don't look super realistic, but uh, Lucasfilm knows how to put together a good game. And that was definitely the best looking one, I would say. I would say so. And I mean, this is a first generation console. Mm -hmm. So there's still, I mean, you know, there's still some bugs to work out. But it was a console. Like it it really took advantage of the controls and the doing the the fun new thing. Uh, It wasn't just like, why aren't I just playing this on my computer? I know why I was playing. No, it was made for the medium. Yeah. There were a few different things. Like there was a Google Maps thing, which what I pictured was being able to walk around in different Mm -hmm. environments. It was literally a 2D map that you could just interact with in in VR. And that was kind of lame. It seems like there was um, like an opening credits crawl that with. Yeah, you're flying toward the earth. But once you zoom in. It seems like that's what it's going to be. Like yeah. eventually, if they they continue, yeah, that doing would be this cool. sort of thing. But for now, it, it wasn't like that. But the other really cool game they had was um, made by the guys who make Portal. What's the company? Valve? Valve, thank you. And um, it, it was set in like an Aperture Lab. It wasn't an actually a Portal game. Like you, you could teleport, but it wasn't portal in the sense that you could shoot a portal at the wall and come in through the floor or whatever it was another one that felt really like a proof of concept like this yeah. is what we'll be able to do eventually you're in a robot lab and it's all that same design aesthetic and glados is there and oh my god that was so cool again another thing where you've seen this world mm-hmm. and it's a very unique world that you would love to get in and touch and you could and you can see uh, GLaDOS uh, in the game, she's really quite big, but in this, she felt big because she was. Yeah, like, she's right looming in front right over you. you. She zooms around on the on, around the ceiling like she, she does. She really loomed. It, it was yeah. it was very cool. The only complaint that I had was the headset that we had did not work in the rig, and that was a little disappointing because I imagine that really adds to the immersion of it. Like the hearing sounds come at you from yeah, different we, directions. Yeah, we were hearing the sound from the speakers on the computer that they set up so that the folks who were like outside, outside could see what you yeah. were doing. Well, you had talked about liking being on the... Uh, on, on the, the outside. Computer. This is so... This is real cool. Um, so it, you can change the games inside the VR thing, but the controls were a little goofy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't have a lot of time, so we didn't want to mess with that. So someone on the outside can switch your what you're doing. And I felt like a cool, like, cyber hacker chick where I was like, yeah, I'm going to jack you into a new program. And it was... <laughs> it, we were there for an hour and it doing that didn't get less fun. So maybe yeah. I just, maybe I just like that. You're, you're a dork. That's a dorky thing. <laughs> it's not cool. I don't feel cool. The thing is you talked about when you were in the actual mm-hmm. thing, like I was taking pictures, you know, like we do for the, yeah. like we want to do for the show. We want to show people what we're doing. And there will be some of this. Yes. 
Um, and you had talked about how uncool you looked repeatedly. And it's like, you know what? You're putting on a virtual reality headset. That is the coolest thing. I don't know. Ducking and weaving and walking into walls doesn't seem very cool. I'm, I know I was crouching when I was when I had the lightsaber. Like I was doing the full on athletic, like ready for action pose. And I don't care because I was into it. Also, we got a room where it was just the two of us, so we didn't have to worry about, like, running into other people or listening to their noise and troubles. Every now and then we did have to warn each other, you're about to smack into the wall. Yes, but that was a that was a friend thing. Yes, it a, was. No, it was. Not a stranger danger. Uh, but because we got the, the private VR booth, it was a little pricier. Uh, yeah, but it wasn't that much pricier. It was like 60 bucks for an hour. That's not cheap for playing video games. Yeah, it's not cheap for playing video games, but I would say it was worth it. Like, I, 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 I was like, let's go again! let's go again well yeah and the thing is you can have up to eight people for the same amount of money but i thought you would all get headsets i didn't think we all had to share one i don't know what the deal is as far as um interactivity between different people like i assume that's eventually probably going to become a thing but i uh, hope so it's so it's the files on this are so big yeah i mean i imagine it's huge yeah i imagine so but um, can you imagine, like, getting to do a thing like this together? Like, where we both got to be Jedi running around? Yeah, like, standing back to back, each holding a lightsaber. And a lot of the problem I have with multiplayer games is, like, where the fuck's my guy? Yeah. Like, where's, I mean, where's I'm, my friend? I'm old enough to remember the switch from 2D games yeah. to 3D games, and it's still a hard, like, switch for me. Like, wait a minute, where is everybody? I don't know where I am. Why do I keep walking into this wall? Like, me and some of my buddies played left four the number four dead which Mm -hmm. is uh, one of those ones where your your friends are around and yeah it was mostly like irene irene (laughs) where where are you right marco uh, uh, are you uh hmm it seems like this would be no it would be a lot easier yeah yeah um the only other complaint that we had was the controls like the console games and pc games have been around long enough Mm -hmm. that everyone's kind of agreed if you're playing a driving game this is accelerator this is the brake this is to get out of the car right yeah like and vr hasn't done that yet so every time we fired up a new thing it was all learning the controls for the first couple of minutes one of the shooting games i played the trigger button on the the uh the controller was the controller has an actual trigger it like in addition to some shoot. buttons. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. And I'm sure also it looks like there's a lot of like you can change the controls around and, and do yeah. all that. But we, again, we didn't have a ton of time and no. we, I didn't want to spend my precious, precious fantasy time. No, it was a uh, dollar an hour. Yeah. You don't want to like controlling, yeah. figuring, uh, customizing controls. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, they they were wildly different from each other. Excuse me, a dollar a minute, not a dollar an hour. Uh, <laughs> and the only other complaint that I had was specific to this venue, which was that the guys, the way or whatever you call them, the attendants. The waiters. I'm pretty sure it's the waiters. Just burst in every five minutes to ask if everything was okay. And I, I appreciate that some people might not know how it works, but we caught on real quick and we didn't need their help and they just would not go away. And then when we told them the sound was broken, they didn't do anything about and it. And he's like, okay. Well, what's the what's the point of you then, sir? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that was this place. That wasn't VR's fault. No, but on the whole, I would say like, those like those different things maybe dock at a point but i would give this an eight or a nine like this was one of the best things i've new things i've tried in a long time yeah no i would definitely put this at an eight i think Mm -hmm. with some uh, more interesting games it would be more fun i'd love to play some immersive horror with the sound on Mm -hmm. Um, when something jumped up in front of me in this even though i knew 
that I couldn't, like, nothing, nothing could touch me. I was genuinely startled, like a scare, like a, a startled Well, you still thing. have a fight or flight reflex, even if you don't, you know. But it, in mm-hmm. video games, it stopped triggering. And yeah. this was like, ah, a monster. Right. Uh, it was. Uh, yeah. And so imagine if the sound worked. Yeah. If the sound worked and better. if we played some more, uh, some, some better games. Yeah. Um, now, I don't care about the horror stuff. I was happy with the Star Wars and Portal. And I'm, I'm going to commit to the nine. Like, I think it was a nine. Yeah, I think it was, I would say it was an eight. I actually, once they come up, maybe with the second generation of these, I might like squirrel away my dollars and, and buy one. Yeah, they're, they're, it'd be fun. Yeah, it would be fun to have in the house. Yeah. Yeah, so that was good. Yeah. So we figured we'd do uh, another thing that we've been kind of meaning to try this is more trying again than trying for the first time. I don't know that we've done this together. We've not done it together. It, well, we've we've done it in a group where it's boring. Yeah, that's true. So we have a lot of friends. As, as nerds, we hear this a lot from people that board games are tremendous fun. Like, so much fun. And we love hanging out with our wonderful friends. Mm-hmm. They're wonderful and doing, like, sometimes even the most tedious, worst things, like bowling, uh, <laughs> is fun because of the company see i like bowling but well you can enjoy your wrong opinion about bowling fair enough (laughs) Um, but i think we share the correct opinion of board games yeah board games they stink which we we like we've shared this opinion for quite some time but we're like you know what maybe we're missing something maybe we have not given them a fair chance i haven't played a board game in like 10 years so maybe it's one of those things that as you get older you enjoy more like i didn't like wine until uh the last couple of years and now i'm drinking box wine like a mom no that's just because you're old and sad and you want to forget your problems that's not the same as board games at all i guess so I, i guess so no this is a thing where you and i have like played video games together we did we do plenty of activities together where we enjoy it half because of the activity and half because each other's company so we thought okay what we did was we swung by goodwill because Mm -hmm. they have board games and they're super cheap and we picked up like a sampling of the most popular like family fun board games yeah and we didn't want to spend another 60 dollars on something that we no i think it was like 10 dollars worth of stuff yeah we got okay what do we get we got the game of life we got sorry yes we got sorry or if you're canadian sorry sorry um, we got Clue. Mm-hmm. Or Cluedo if you're British, but we're not. <laughs> Monopoly. Uh, Monopoly Doe. Operation Doe. <laughs> um, and then I also, um, I actually have a couple of games that I don't know, I've had for years and years. Like if someone comes over and wants to play, but they're stuck in the Ottoman, like we never play them. Uh, Trivial Pursuit and Uno. So I figure, okay, let's, let's stuck pull in out the these... Ottoman with the skeletons in our closet. Yes, exactly. But I figured, okay, let's let's throw those on the pile with the with the goodwill acquisitions and see what we like. And maybe we'll have a good time. Like it's sure. been such a long time yes. since I even gave this a try. And I associated a lot with like yelling at my family. Mm-hmm. And I associated a lot with social situations that were kind of awkward to begin with. So okay, on on even ground. We like each other. We're going into this with an open mind. Maybe it'll be fun. And most of these ones had uh, fairly simple rule sets. Yeah, like I know all the nerds that go on and on about board games Mm -hmm. like bigger, more complicated stuff, but we wanted to start simple. And that's a problem that we'd had with board games previously is that you have to spend so long learning the rules that it's like the whole point of this is to hang out with my friends, not to read a rule books. Yeah. And my thing with any kind of group activity is I don't mind if it's difficult, but Mm -hmm. I want it to be easy to understand. Easy to get started. Yeah. 
And maybe it takes time to get good at it. But yeah, to figure out the yeah. dynamics like, oh, this works that way because of this. But I don't want to spend more than five or ten minutes understanding what I'm supposed to do. I want to get into it. And for the most part, um, I will say that the rule sets for these games were pretty comprehensible. With one exception. Oh, man, the game of life. Woof. Okay, I, I am 42 years old, which means I've been a grown up for a very long time. Mm -hmm. This game was more complicated than anything I've done as an adult. Like, I, for real, it's meant to simulate being an adult, and it's way more complicated than being an actual adult. I have done feet, like the amount of paperwork I've done for uh, my immigration process coming into America. Oh, yeah. Can be measured in feet. Yes. And there were parts of this that were more difficult to understand. Yeah. No, it was ridiculous. This It was the only one that we actually gave up on. Yeah, we just like... We, we set it up and we read rules and read and read and read. And, and we, like, we, yeah. we played a couple of moves and then we landed on a square that didn't make sense. And then we read the rules and it didn't say... Calculate 10% of your gross earnings against the box office. Wait a minute. Get, uh, get your mortgage. Uh, never uh, mind. No, no, thank you. But the rest of them did not have that problem. No, the rest of them actually, I was surprised because when I think board games, I think incomprehensible rules in fact i would say sorry or sorry had the opposite i wouldn't say problem but it was the opposite mm -hmm. in that it was ridiculously simple to the point where we were kind of bored but i could see how that might be fun if you like that sort of thing with a bunch of people well I, I, yeah some of the things we ran into because there was only two of us they weren't quite as much fun they're meant and the thing is all of them say you can play with two people so it's not like we were like ruining it but it would be more fun with more people i think yeah absolutely um but they were uh, fairly easy to understand yes um, absolutely and even monopoly which is the more complex one, I would say. Yeah, but we both have a passing familiarity with Monopoly. What we got was the modernized Monopoly. <laughs> so so that um, the top denomination of money is, I think, a $10 million bill. Yeah, honestly, and this is, another, this is not going to make me sound super smart, but there's too many zeros and I kept getting confused. Well, okay, there's colored money like you get in weird countries. And, Correct um, countries. Countries yeah. that do things correctly. Uh-huh. And, um, but the, there are two very slightly different shades of yellow for the $1 million bill and the $10,000 bill. So the only thing that separates them, or no, the $100,000 bill. So See, there's too one, many zeros. There's one zero difference, but it's almost exactly the same color. So there's no easy way to tell. So that was a little confusing. And a couple of times we took the wrong ones and we're like, yeah. I'm not cheating. I just no. I couldn't tell. Because when you pass go now, instead of collecting $200, you collect $2 million. And I was taking 200000 instead. And yeah. Also, one of the pieces was McDonald's fries. Yeah, they've they've updated like there's a laptop and a cell phone now because they're hip dads, I guess. <laughs> but there was also fries. And they had the golden arches on them, so it's McDonald's fries. I played as them because I wanted to be Frylock. But, <laughs> and I yeah. played as the dog because the dog is the best thing. I don't know. The thimble's mm -mm 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 -mm. pretty terrible. Mm -mm -mm. The dog is the best I wasn't, thing. It wasn't finished. The thimble is terrible. Who would want to play as a thimble? Well, the thimble at least like stands up. The fries lays on its side, and we kept losing where your yeah, spot was. Yeah, we did. Was. Well, we, as we were doing it, it was getting dark. Yeah. So the shadow was just right, and like, where, where am I? Where are your spots? Probably uh, probably in collect income tax. Probably, which you hit like Every single six time. times in a row. But honestly, that game wasn't as unfun as I remembered it being. That was not bad. I wouldn't particularly do it again, but it wasn't we, so bad. We didn't flip the board? No. 
Um, and yeah, we, we played through for, for a while. Like we didn't just say, okay, this is enough. Bye. No. And I I would say also clue was like clue was something I could see the appeal of if you have more than two people. I think we ran into some limits because there were only two of us. I think so too. Also, how many fucking squares are on that board? A lot. Unless we are like, did something wrong and we're supposed to play with a dice with more than six sides on it or something. Well, maybe like, you needed two or something. Or something. It didn't, yeah. that, we might have lost a piece because it was like a used game or whatever, but th- between the rooms is like, 13 or 14 steps yeah you have to you have to roll the dice like five different times to get to anywhere and you're just stuck in limbo for long periods of yes, time. you have a whole two turns where you're doing nothing sometimes yeah. that is not great yeah but i like the logic aspect of Me it too. i like the trying to like whittle down what's going on and that was pretty cool i'd never actually played that game before and i think that the uh randomization of who did what where mm-hmm. was uh kind of graceful the solution for that yeah yeah it was, it was not bad um Operation doesn't really require any strategy. That's just keep a steady hand. So. They've updated that as well, too. So now it, um, instead of picking cards. Oh, yeah. Now it makes do, a sound. It makes a sound. Yeah. So mm. that's nice for the tiniest of babies, I imagine. Also, there's yeah. fart jokes. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, you know, they're, they're, it's dumb wordplay, but it's not bad. Uh, Trivial Pursuit, I like. I know you don't. You're not a great trivia person. I'm not great at trivia. I know lots of things. I am. Uh, I can talk about a lot of subjects. Yeah, you're well read and and you know well educated. So I'm not sure why you don't know things. I just don't know like specific facts. Yeah. And you, you like you asked me like who is Liza Minnelli's most famous character, and I'm like, uh, cabaret. <laughs> No, and in the interest of expediency, we gave each other hints and we, you know, yeah. we ended up speeding things along. Also, I play the house rules are everyone automatically gets a sports piece. Just skip the sports. God, entirely. otherwise we'd play for a thousand years. Um, unless they ask it's... you, like, what is what kind of bat do you use in baseball? A baseball bat? That would be my guess. That, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know cricket unless the answer is like michael jordan or tiger woods like one of mm-hmm. the big celebrity athletes i would not know the answer shakira shakira O'Neal. is that a guy probably i don't know which is the space jam one all of them okay bugs good. bunny good then yeah bugs bunny bugs bunny plays all the all the uh all the outfield i know that one because <laughs> i saw that one the outfield is where I got to go, so I didn't have to play any baseball. That, that's where we I all know went. that one. That's where we all went. Yes. Also, there's angels out there. Um, also, field hockey is a dangerous, dangerous sport. I so, know that. So you say. Um, and then Uno, which was just basically a time passing activity that was probably the least uh, objectionable of the. But yeah, lot. it was. Uh, we could have more of a conversation during that than uh, the other ones. But I think when it comes down to it, my problem with board games and with um, card games, same thing, is that I'd rather not have the prop. I'd rather just have a conversation with my friends without having to worry about rules. Okay, but here's an interesting thing. Mm -hmm. You regularly play D&D. You have been a and d enthusiast since before I knew you, and you play once a week, sometimes more than that, and... You love it, and you use it as an excuse to talk to your friends, but talk about rules and unnecessary math, and the weird thing is you and I both don't like board games for the same reason, but you like D&D, and those are the exact same things I don't like about D&D. And 
you did give D and D a fair shot. Oh my like God. I will, I, played I for will... months with a very good friend and a group of great, very good friends, and it just. Was and if not you for didn't me. like D and D in those settings, you're just not going to like it because no. it really we set that up to be this is the best possible. Yeah, D&D the setting. least amount of math and the most amount of character, which I find the most appealing aspect of it, and it was still a tedious grind. And I will say that uh, D&D playing has definitely gotten easier. Um, I'm not saying that it's taken away. In the three away. years since I did it? I'm not saying that it's taken away, like the, that the, um, the things you don't like about it are different, because the things you don't like about it are still the same. Mm-hmm. But um, a lot of folks like us are using programs like uh, Roll20 that do a lot of the math for you, that keep track of a lot of the things, and you can uh, type rather than having a physical character sheet, and there's auto-rolling and all that kind of stuff. And I think the thing I like about D&D is using it as a method for storytelling, which you don't really get to do so much with the board games. But there's definitely a lot of the same stuff. Like, I don't want to take away from no it's just interesting to me that you like one and not the other i see them as exactly the same and i can see why like it's not mm-hmm. i i see that it absolutely is also with D and are it's it's like that thing with video games where once you learn all the controls the controls are pretty much going to be the same i've known how to play D since i was like 13 so i don't have to think about the rules as much because okay. i just know how to play yeah i got stuck with a character who could only do two things so it wasn't a matter of not knowing the rules it was a matter of okay now it's my turn i flip a coin and yeah and i'll say i had never played that class before and i played it recently it's real boring you don't get to do any different things yeah but still what you didn't like about D, you're not gonna like about D. yeah so we may take another stab at playing grown-up board games with a group of friends we'll consider that a different activity Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. And we'd want to play, uh, this was sort of uh, more classic board games. We wanted to try something easy that yeah. we were familiar with. But if we were to do this again, um, we'd want it to play something modern. Yeah, the more grown-up, modern, modern. Not Settlers of Catan. Which no, is, we have had a bad experience with that. Because Settlers of Catan is the worst thing. It's one of the worst things. It's definitely one of the worst uh, shared experiences you and I have had. It's the worst thing Period. I found it about as bad as D&D, so that'll give you an idea yeah, of how, how much, much yeah. I don't like D&D. Anyway, this, I would say, I don't know, four. Yeah. Mostly because I, would... I enjoyed your company, but the games I could take or leave. I enjoyed your company. The Game of Life was like a two. Oh, God, yeah. And Uno was like a four. Mm-hmm. So I'd say for me, probably a three. That's fair. I, uh definitely got to a point with all the games where I was just waiting for it to be over. Yeah. Like, I would... No, we got through Clue pretty, pretty, uh... Like, we played a complete game of that, and I think we enjoyed ourselves from beginning to end. Yeah, but... That one was like a five. We But we played games for, what, like three or four hours? Yeah, we basically, from after dinner till bedtime. And, uh... Yeah, I would have rather sat quietly. Yeah, read a book, or had a conversation, or watched TV, or played a video game, or... Yeah. Anything just really. sat quietly with my own thoughts. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but now we've tried it. Now we, it's we a did. thing we've done. We and did it. We can't, like, no one can ever say, well, have you tried board games? Yes. Yes, we, we have. We tried it real, real hard. So, and, and it does feel like a bit of an easy cop out. There's going to be some of those. There's going to be some of those things where we've never tried them properly and we want to give it a fair shot. So, you know, it's not all going to be like crazy adventures. Well, we also kind of want to try and do one. Uh, more extravagant thing and one smaller thing so that we don't spend all of our time and money on this show. That's true. But uh, I think that's uh, pretty much all I have to say about board games. Yeah, same. Um, 
we will be trying something else again soon mm-hmm. and then putting up another podcast. In the meantime, you should subscribe and like on iTunes is a thing that you say. Also, do it because I said so. Or don't because I don't want to put any pressure on you. I want to put pressure on you. Good cop, bad cop. Uh, if you want to look at show notes and pictures and stuff, uh, we're trying.com. Uh, we'll link you to that. Uh, you can download, like, you can get the RSS feed if iTunes is not your thing. Uh, you can look at pictures that Amanda's taken. Um, yeah. Do we have an ending for this show? Do we say something or do we just stop? I think we just stop. This has been a co-production of Ron Algar Watt and Amanda Smith for Algar Productions and Giant Black Albatross, copyright 2017. For show notes, photos, RSS feed, and more details about us, please visit we'retrying.com. I don't write a whole lot of letters. I figured I'd better say something now. I saw the thing about the heart.